You're listening to Life Simply Better, Episode 4, Finish Your Work by 5 p.m. and Feel Less Overwhelmed. Do you wish you could stay caught up at work without logging on at night? Do you wish you had plenty of time for your family and for taking care of yourself? If you're feeling overwhelmed by the never-ending stream of emails, meetings, and laundry, then Life Simply Better is for you. This is the podcast for busy working moms who are already experiencing success in their careers, but want to simplify their lives and create more time for what matters most. I'm your host and coach, Zoe Galitzis, and you can find out more at lifesimplybetter.com. Hey, busy ladies. How are you guys doing today? I'm doing fantastic. I survived the eight-year-old boy's birthday party earlier today, and now I'm psyched to be sitting here with you recording another podcast. Today, we're going to talk about the secret to finishing all your work by 5 p.m. or even 4 and feel less stressed and overwhelmed. It's a great topic, and I'm so excited to share this with you guys. But before I get started, I've been reflecting back on my first few episodes, and I've realized that I might be giving you guys the wrong impression. I've told you about how I've created my dream life, the simple, relaxed life that I've always craved, and how I've made it work with a full-time job and a family. And all of that is 100% true. I am relaxed, and my life is incredibly simple but I don't want to give the incorrect impression that I'm just all relaxed and copacetic all the time. And I don't want to imply that by getting coaching, you will suddenly be happy 100% of the time, all rainbows and daisies all the time. I can tell you I still have plenty of ups and downs, but the difference is that I know how to manage these ups and downs. So much better now. I get out of them faster and they don't feel nearly as bad as they used to. And I think it's natural and normal to have that emotional balance. And so I want you guys to know that I'm still very much human. And in fact, last night, I woke up feeling stressed about the podcast that I'm recording right now and about the birthday party. First world problems, I know, but we've all been there, right? But I was able to use the same techniques that I'm going to share in this episode to go from stressed to relaxed and fall back asleep. And now the birthday party has gone great, and I'm sitting down to share this time on the podcast with you. What could be better? Okay, so let's dive into our topic, how to finish all your work by 5 p.m. or even earlier and feel less stressed and overwhelmed. This one is for all you mamas who are feeling stuck in a cycle of logging on to work after your kids are in bed. Here are some easy first steps that might surprise you that you can take to break that cycle. So this is a problem that a lot of working moms have, and I want you to tell me if you can relate to this scenario. You constantly feel behind at work. As much as you get done, there's always more. Between emails and meetings, there's no time to get work done during the day, and you end up logging on after your kids are in bed to try and catch up. It helps some, but you still feel stressed, maybe burnt out, and overwhelmed. 
Now, what you probably wish you had in your ideal life would be to finish your work at five or earlier so you don't have to log on at night. And so you can feel less stressed and have more time for yourself, getting enough sleep and all that good stuff. So here's the interesting part. And this episode might surprise you a little bit because I have a feeling what I'm about to share is a little bit different than how you're used to thinking of it. So the result we want, again, our ideal state would be to be caught up at work and feel less stressed. And what we usually assume, the typical way that we look at this, and it's really human nature to think this way, is that those two things will happen in this order. First, we'll take some kind of action to magically get caught up at work. And then after we're caught up, then we'll feel better, more relaxed, and less stressed. But I want to suggest something completely different. We all assume that getting caught up and working less hours will lead to less stress. But I think it's actually the other way around. I think that figuring out how to be less stressed and more relaxed first will help you take the action you need to finish all your work on time and not have to log on at night. And this is what I really want all of you kind of semi-workaholics to hear. You're in such a cycle of not feeling good and then taking action to try to fix it. And instead of like trying to take action and do more, I want to talk about a different way of looking at things. So let me summarize again what I just said. The traditional view is that taking action to get caught up first will lead to feeling less stressed. But my belief and what I've seen play out in my own life and those that I've coached is that first you feel less stressed and then that leads to getting caught up. Are you with me? I know I'm probably throwing some of you for a loop here. So let me explain a little bit more. When you are feeling stressed and overwhelmed, how do you show up? How do you act? Are you at your most effective when you're stressed and overwhelmed? No, of course not. You're probably rushing around, rushing through things, being reactive instead of proactive, easily distracted, and not taking the time to stop and plan. And all of that means you don't catch up during the day and you end up logging on at night. So it's going to be very challenging to get the result you want of being caught up while you are still feeling stressed and overwhelmed. So now let's pause for a moment and talk about what actions we need to take to get caught up because there are actions to take. Um, And we know what we just talked about, the actions of rushing, being reactive, distracted, not planning, those actions will not help us get the result we want of being caught up. So how do we get the result of being caught up and not having to log on at night? What is the action that will cause that result? In order to get caught up and finish our work on time, we need to make a reasonable, the word reasonable there is key, we need to make a reasonable plan at the beginning of the day. And when I say reasonable, I mean a plan that allows for all of your meetings and for the unexpected things you know are going to come up and take up some time as well. And then once you have your plan, then you need to stay focused on finishing it. Those are the actions that will lead to the result we want, lead to you getting caught up and finishing your work by 5 p.m. 
So I'm going to ask one more time because I really want you to make this connection. Well, okay, so let me ask the question here. So will feeling stressed out and overwhelmed lead you to the actions of making a reasonable plan and staying focused on it? It won't. No, it won't. As we talked about a minute ago, those feelings of stress and overwhelm will lead to the complete opposite actions. So if stress and overwhelm don't lead to planning and focus, what feelings do lead to those actions? Let me give you a few. Here are a few feelings that would lead to the actions of proactively planning and being focused. For me, those are feelings like feeling unhurried, feeling relaxed, and feeling calm. Do you see what's happening here? First, you feel unhurried and relaxed, and then those feelings trigger you to take planful, focused action that allows you to get all your work done in less time and not have to log on at night. So even though we think we need to change our circumstances to have all our work magically get done in order to feel better, to feel less stressed and more relaxed, it's the other way around. First, we need to figure out how to feel better, how to feel calm and relaxed. And then that leads to the action of planning and focus that will get the result we want of being caught up and finishing our work by 5 p.m. And that probably seems pretty logical when you step back and think about it that way, because I'm basically just saying that when you feel better, the actions you take are more effective. And I think most people would agree with that. So if we're all in agreement that feeling better leads to better actions, which leads to better results, let me pose the million dollar question. How do we feel better? And I get that this is a tough question. In fact, a lot of you are probably thinking right now, how the heck am I supposed to feel relaxed and calm when I literally have a million things to get done? So let's talk about that. How do we go from feeling anxious and overwhelmed to feeling calm and relaxed? This is a big topic, but let me get you started. I'm going to describe a three-step process that you can use to feel better. The first step is just to notice what you're feeling. The second step is to allow the negative feeling to be there, which I get is completely counterintuitive, but I'll explain in a bit. And the third step is to get curious about what thoughts you're having that are leading to your stress and overwhelm. I'll break the steps down one by one right now. The very first step is just to notice when you are feeling stressed. So often we are just go, go, going on autopilot without even taking a breath. So just noticing how you are feeling and pausing for a moment is often enough to start to change it. Now for the second step. Once you notice how you're feeling, don't resist the feeling. Actually allow it. 
This sounds like such a terrible idea, I know, because who wants to allow themselves to be stressed and overwhelmed? Aren't we trying to be calm and relaxed, so shouldn't we resist the stress and overwhelm? Nope. You should allow the stress and overwhelm to be there, and I will tell you why next. When we resist negative feelings like stress and overwhelm, we actually just add in another layer of negativity. We basically dig ourselves even deeper. Instead of just being stressed, now we're stressed about the fact that we're stressed. See, there's like an extra layer of negative emotion there. So instead of resisting the negative emotion, just allow yourself to feel that way for a moment. Ask yourself where you feel it in your body. Does it feel like tightness in your throat? A knot in your stomach? Fluttering in your chest? Describing the physical sensation helps to neutralize it. And it's so important to know that emotions in and of themselves are harmless. It may not feel that way at the time, but if you can allow the feeling to be there in your body, you will see that they aren't so scary after all. Emotions are really just physical sensations in our body caused by our nervous system. When you look at it that way, you will see that emotions are just sensations and are not really that different from feeling hot or cold. So the first step was simply to notice that you are feeling overwhelmed or stressed. And the second step was to stop resisting that negative emotion and just allow it to be there in your body. The third step after noticing and allowing is to get curious. You can get curious by asking yourself why you are feeling overwhelmed. What thoughts are creating that feeling? And a lot of times you don't need to get too deep here. A lot of times these are really simple thoughts. Nothing too deep or obscure. The thoughts might be things like, I have too much to do. I'll never finish everything on time. Or I can't do all of it. Now these thoughts seem like facts to us. They seem like they're just the truth, but it's important to realize that they are just our subjective interpretations of reality, and we have some wiggle room to change them if we want to. And I want you to have compassion for yourself here. No need to beat yourself up or tell yourself you are silly for being stressed out. You have really good reasons for feeling how you do, but that doesn't mean it's the only way to feel and think in this situation. And you can start to ask yourself as you get curious, is there a tweak you could make to your thinking that would make you feel better? Just play around with that a little. And here are some examples of thoughts that might feel better. You might think, it's possible that I can get done what I need to. Or you might think, I don't have to figure everything out right now. Just take the first step. Or you might just think something like, I am alive and breathing, and that's enough. So notice how those thoughts don't get you all the way to rainbows and daisies. Life is fantastic. I have all the time in the world. But they get you a little bit closer and feeling a little bit better than your original thoughts. So you can get curious and find a thought that feels better than your original thought, but is still believable to you. So that's the three-step process to feel better. Notice, allow, and get curious. And I'm going to give you an example here, just from my own experience last night. 
I mentioned at the beginning of the episode that I woke up in the middle of the night feeling really anxious and couldn't get back to sleep. For a while, for a while, even with all of the coaching experience I have, I just lay there feeling anxious and miserable. But then I did the first step of the process and noticed that I was feeling anxious. Anxious. I just noticed. And it's very simple. That just looked like having a thought, oh, I'm anxious. And that's different from a thought like, I'm so stressed, this is terrible, where you're sucked into the feeling. But this was more like a neutral observer came up and said, Zoe, I see that you're feeling anxious right now. And just that step of noticing from an outside perspective was incredibly helpful. I could step back and watch myself be anxious and just notice it rather than feeling totally mired in it. And then I took the second step and allowed the anxiety to be there instead of trying to fix it. I became aware of the tightness in my chest, how my heart felt like it was beating faster, and how I was holding my breath. Naming those sensations, just naming them mentally to myself. I I wasn't talking out loud or I would have probably woken up my husband. But naming those to myself helped further neutralize the emotion and helped to show my brain, which had been freaking out up to this point, that these were just harmless sensations in my body. And then in the last step, I got curious about why I was feeling so anxious. And that curiosity sounded like me thinking, huh, that's interesting. I'm super anxious right now. I wonder what that's about. Just getting curious and a little playful about it. And as usual, all sorts of thoughts were under that emotion. I was worried I didn't have time to record the podcast and that doing this would ruin my work-life balance. And I was worried that we would lose track of a kid at the birthday party. And how would we ever tell their parents that their kid had gone missing? It would be so horrible. I Just completely irrational things that you think about at two in the morning, right? So I saw all of these thoughts and I didn't beat myself up for having them. I just noticed that they were there. And then from a place of compassion, I was able to realize that they were just thoughts and not absolute reality. And I was able to try on some new thoughts and see how those felt. Thoughts like, maybe podcasting won't ruin my work-life balance. And maybe, just maybe, the birthday party will actually be fun. And as I walked myself through this process, I got more and more relaxed. My breathing evened out. And eventually, I fell back asleep. So I wanted to provide that as an example of how this process looks in real life. And it's something you can apply to in any situation where you're feeling negative emotion, including when you're feeling stressed and overwhelmed at work. I hope this episode has been helpful. I know it is a very different way of looking at things. Usually, we are used to working from an action plan to create the results we want. But what we've covered today goes a couple of levels deeper to look at the feelings and thoughts that drive our actions. And what I'm suggesting is that first you work on feeling better using the three-step process of noticing your feelings, allowing them, and getting curious about what thoughts are triggering that emotion. And then once you feel better, you will naturally take more effective action and create the results that you want. In the case of feeling overwhelmed at work, getting to a more relaxed place early in the day 
will lead to much more focused and planful action. And that is what will ultimately allow you to finish all your work by 5 p.m. or even earlier so that you don't have to log on at night. And I do realize that all of this is easier said than done, especially when you're new to the process. So if you are interested in getting coaching on your specific situation, I encourage you to sign up for some free coaching. I'm offering this coaching on a very limited basis, but it's a great way to understand exactly how these concepts apply in your own specific situation and get coaching that is customized to you. You can sign up for free coaching at lifesimplybetter.com forward slash coach. That's lifesimplybetter.com forward slash coach, C-O-A-C-H. Just enter your name and email and then click sign up and you'll be notified when a slot opens up. I'm only offering a few of these sessions each month, so make sure to sign up now if you're interested. Okay, that's it for today. Thank you guys for listening and have a wonderful and a relaxed and a caught up week. Talk to you again soon. 